Firefighters in Florida rescued a horse that fell into a septic tank and was nearly submerged in raw sewage. A horse submerged in raw sewage is also known as an Arby's beef and cheddar. Drake has released a line of scented candles that smell like him. And unfortunately, so has DJ Khaled. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Yeah. Happy Monday. Happy. Fuckers. <laughs> um, Monday, fuckers, means at the end of this podcast, you're going to get misconnections, so hang on for that. We have uh, a few things to talk about, um, and nothing really happened in terms of changes for uh, regions for the old COVID protocols and things like that, so that's good. Yeah, I'm starting to think nobody has Doug Ford's ear like Maurizio Bevilacqua. Uh, what is he, the mayor of Vaughn, I think? Markham? I don't know. Uh, you, you know what? There's really, nearest I can tell, there's not a good reason that York Region shouldn't be in lockdown. I mean, the cases that they've been putting out lately are substantially higher than most other places in the province. But uh, they got kept out of lockdown. And it's funny because I'm looking at some of the comments here from people that live in York Region that just get real defensive. Well, the lockdowns aren't working. This isn't working. We're being bombarded with people from Toronto and Peel coming up here. They're shopping in our Walmarts and shit. Listen, just so you know, your numbers in York Region are not going up because people from Toronto and Peel are shopping there. Your infection gets reported where you live. (laughs) So, well, I suppose it is possible that of the less than 1% of Toronto and Peel that have coronavirus, of the less than 1%, I suppose it's possible that an asymptomatic person didn't wear the proper protection, masks, etc. Didn't wash their hands and did find one of the few stores that doesn't have the proper strict protocols in place and still managed to get within six feet of them for a prolonged period of time and infect them. I suppose that's possible. What's much more likely, though, York Region, is that there's too much community spread. There's too much pe- too many people hanging out, having family gatherings. I mean, that's the area where they had a what 200-person wedding a month and a half ago. Yikes. Completely against Yikes. the rules. Yeah. No real surprise. I'm not surprised at all. So uh, no new restrictions this week, but I think they're going to throw those restrictions right in at the end of this week. In fact, I think there's a lot of areas that may get locked down. With an announcement on Friday to take effect a week from today. They gave the stores one more week of in-person sales and then shut her down till the middle of January. 28 days. I could see that. The thing is now, we won't be able to get the booze delivered anymore. That's a big problem over the holidays. Did you see that Skip the Dishes was going to start delivering for the LCBO? Yeah, I didn't know that they were going to do that. I, uh, I don't think Doug Ford did either. <laughs> yeah, that was like a side deal or something or an almost deal that didn't end up going through. I don't know why we need to do it through there, though. Like, LCBO already has delivery, right? But are there restrictions on that? Like, what's the deal there? They can You can already get stuff delivered. Oh, the LCBO, has, they deliver through Canada Post. And I think anybody. Uh, it's not immediate. Yeah. No, it's not immediate. And it takes fucking forever. I've got a package that I ordered three weeks ago. That still hasn't arrived. It's nuts. And you know what? If I really wanted a bottle of Crown or some Hennessy or some Patron, I think the last thing I would do was have it shipped. It's just, There's no guarantee you'll even get it by Christmas at mm-hmm. this point. So the skip the dishes thing was an interesting proposal. 
I like I said, I don't know that they necessarily ran it by the government first because as soon as it got announced, small restaurant owners were losing their shit. Like, what the hell? Now you guys are going to let uh, the LCBO deliver booze by Skip the Dishes? That was one of the few things that was keeping us going is yeah. people could order a, yep. I don't know, a chicken burrito bowl and a six pack on the side. Sure. Now, if you can just get the LCBO delivered to your home in 30 minutes, well, first off, that's fucking dangerous. Let me say that. Second off, (laughs) it's not really helping out the restaurants as much as they were hoping to get helped. No, I'm okay with the decision to stop that from happening. And honestly, think about the drivers themselves. Like, do they really want to be lugging all that heavy shit to your house? Probably not, when they could probably, in that amount of time, do a couple of other orders and, like, as mentioned, help uh, restaurants out which is isn't that the whole point is not why we're trying to do what we're doing to support those smaller places uh, yeah for sure but here's why i think that this is actually a good idea i think that if you can go on the skip the dishes app go to the lcbo and get um i don't know uh a 26er of of uh gray goose delivered to your home well right now there's probably people out there who shouldn't have another drink, yeah. but they would take advantage of that service. Conversely, though, there's people out there who are going to have that drink anyway. And unfortunately, they're probably going to drive to the LCBO to get that bottle. Mm-hmm. We don't want drunk drivers on the road. Imagine you're having a party and you're running low on tequila. Ah, oh, fuck. Somebody's got to go to the LCBO. We're getting low here. Wait, is there anybody who hasn't been drinking? Call up Skip the Dishes. That's probably great. There's something to be said for convenience, and I'm all about it. Probably a lot more work for the people at the LCBO. The Skip the Dishes drivers, they get paid. I don't know if it really matters to them if they're delivering a a happy meal or a bottle of Crown Royal. But either way, I mean, they're getting paid. It would bother me if I was a driver. I don't want to lug a bunch of heavy, you know, like a six-pack of, you know, large bottles, like a box full of shit, when I could just grab a cooler of your pod tie or whatever the fuck you're ordering so <laughs> i think that'd be irritating honestly and would they tip as well probably not yeah i, I, I don't know if the tips are really going to be relevant in that scenario is there a surcharge for getting booze delivered or is it just like any other skip the dishes order I, I'm, I'm yeah i don't know and how do they do the id I mean, I don't get carded anymore. I think I'm beyond that age where I look like I might be below 25. But it's all contactless. Like, are you supposed to flash your your license from a distance? And are they actually reading it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had booze delivered in the pandemic, so I I really don't know. But uh, it's okay. They've shut her down, everybody. As soon as the premier found out about it, he got the finance minister on the phone. And they decided, good idea, wrong time. We'll come back to that once the pandemic is over and once the restaurants have had a chance to sell their booze through Skip the Dishes, then we'll let the LCBO do it. Yeah. Or shut the whole fucking thing down. Start selling LCBO locations one by one by one. Yeah, right. But you know what, though? I mean, we'll not have this conversation, but I just want to make the point. We see how great it works with these pot shops. I don't know anybody that's gone into a pot shop and thought, oh, wow. I don't like supporting small business. I don't like supporting entrepreneurs. I'd like more of that government feel where I really feel like I'm getting ripped off and I don't have as good a selection. There's not many people that think that. So if the pot shops can do it responsibly as private owners, 
Why can't we do the same thing we with could. liquor? We could. It's about them losing money if they do it. They're used to this at this point. They're used to it. They like being in control of it. I mean, I look at places like Alberta, you know, when I go there. It's fabulous. It's I love yeah, being it's able awesome. To, I love being able to go to a corner store and getting what I need there and, and going across the street and seeing competitive pricing. Like, we don't get that here. Uh, but oh. it's, I don't think we ever will for a long, 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 long time unless for some reason – the government just wants that quick cash of selling off. And I'm not even sure if that's even worth it to them. I don't really know. I wouldn't know unless you told me what the numbers would look like. But I assume they make way too much money for them to even think about that. It's not going to happen. I think it will happen. I think it'll happen in our lifetime. Huh? I think that gravy train is coming to an end. I would love it. Like I said, hey, I love it. I just I don't know if it would happen anytime soon. For the people who don't listen to this podcast in Ontario, let, let's say you're in another province or you're in America or you're over in the UK. So the government owns all of our liquor stores here, and then it's the consortium of beer makers that own the beer store. So you can't go into the beer store and buy spirits. It just doesn't happen. If you want a 2-4 of Molson Canadian and a 26-er of Absolute Vodka – you got to go to two different places. Mm-hmm. Now, the catch is, okay, but at the LCBO, which is where you can buy spirits, they do sell beer, but they can't take away from the beer store, so you can't get an actual 2-4. They cut the top off of it and just sell you the bottom. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> it's, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard, and the selection is terrible. I like wine, and half the wines that I see and like online – Aren't available. Yet you can walk into a fucking grocery store at Wegmans in Buffalo and buy that bottle for half the price of what we would sell it for here. It's nuts. Um, I don't know what the fight was over, but I want to tell you quickly a story about a man from Italy. Him and his wife had an argument. And I'm guessing it wasn't the first one because this guy had enough. This 48-year-old decided he was going to go for a walk. So he did last week for a week. What? He was gone. Was he Forrest Gump? Like, what do you mean? He just left and didn't come back for a week. He said, I'm going for a walk. See you later. When they finally found him, he was 280 miles away. Did he, did he get confused or he actually meant to walk that far? No, I think he actually meant to walk that far. He was just trying to get as far away from his place as possible. I don't want to fight with my wife anymore. I'm going. Yeah, 280 miles. So they had to phone his wife to come pick him up because the guy walked. He didn't have a car. You can't expect him to walk 280 miles back. So wife shows up, and obviously she's in a bit of a fucking mood that she had to drive like four or five hours to come and get his ass. Before they would release him to his wife, they made the wife pay his $480 (laughs) fine for violating the coronavirus lockdown. horrible horrible um alice little do you know that name alice little no alice little is they say one of the most high-paid prostitutes in america oh she works in nevada at the moonlight bunny ranch (laughs) i looked her up because i was curious like how do you get to be the highest paid legal prostitute in America. Right. Research. Very girl next door, but I guess she's just dead. It must be all about volume, I suppose. She is now suing the Nevada government 
because they have closed down the prostitutes, but other businesses are open. And she thinks that's not fair. She makes a million dollars a year as a prostitute at the Bunny Ranch. Wow. I had no idea you could make that much money. Wow. A million dollars a year as a prostitute, and she's not getting any money because... They I, shut her down. I would love to know, like, her hours. Like, are we talking, like, a 40-hour work week? Are you, like, a part-time? Is that, like, you're there for, like, 12, 13 hours a day? Like, just end of the day, your jaw's fucking sore and you feel, like, <laughs> you feel like shit, you can't walk? Or, like, how much work are you putting in here? I'm curious. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think there's a lot of businesses where it's crossed their mind. Can I sue over this? We're losing a lot of money. I want to sue somebody. I don't think it's going to go very far. You would have to make a very compelling argument yeah. for a judge to say, yep, government owes you a million dollars because you should have been sucking the whole time or whatever it is that she does. I don't know. Maybe she's got other things that she does. Oh, yeah. The, Who knows, man? The There's all kinds ranch. of weird shit. Yeah. Um, did you see those Christmas cookies at Target? I did take a look at these Christmas cookies. I know you put them at scottandcat.ca. I, 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 mm, I see where people are coming from. We'll put it that way. <laughs> it kind of looks like a dick. It does kind of look like a dick. It sure does, yeah. Here's the problem Target decided they were going to bring in some of these Christmas cookies and make them available in store and online. $4, you get three nice looking cookies. They're in a package. And on the top is Santa's head, the middle cookie. Well, that's Santa's belly. And on the bottom is Santa's feet. Looks like Santa. The problem is the way they did the boots that Santa was wearing, (laughs) they go straight up like his legs do, but his feet are one's facing left, one's facing right. And they're kind of rounded because they're boots. So it looks like a dick. And balls. And balls. Yeah. Now me. If I saw that, I'd probably be like, ha ha, and just keep walking. Uh, There's some people who have uh, lit a firestorm, though, on particularly, they say, on the mom type groups on Facebook. Oh, come on. No, you mom's groups can fuck off. (laughs) No, of course it was. But you know what the thing is, is that I'm sure it was just one person on there who was a little offended because they thought maybe it looked a bit like a penis, right? Something like that. And then some people commented like, oh, that seems inappropriate. You're you're still going to fucking... Go buy shit at Target. Don't pretend you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what moms love? Target. Yeah. Don't 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 pretend you're that offended. It wasn't done on purpose. Don't come on. But carry about with your day. You don't need to buy the dick cookies. Or secretly, do you kind of like it? And so now you're just gonna get mad at somebody because you're like, oh, I, I get excited about that or something weird. Some other shit's going on there. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me read you some of the comments here. This one from Nicole, who's a stay-at-home mom of four kids. She purchased a pack and initially sang the sweets praises. Such a great treat to have on hand for parties or school events. That's what she wrote on the Facebook page. (laughs) But then my friends pointed out Santa's boots, which I now can no longer unsee. How on earth are those cookies able to get so far down the production line with nobody noticing they look like a dick yeah <laughs> especially some of the ones that are a little bit like wonkier than others like I don't, some of them are like straight up like hello other ones are a little bit like off to the side like Neow. those are the ones that really like dicks do you save the dick for last or do you eat that first well, it depends on your mood you know <laughs> depends on the mood 
Uh, listen, everybody, it's probably just an unfortunate design, and I don't know that we necessarily need to go on this big cancel Target's Christmas cookies campaign. That's right. Uh, one thing I will say is if you're worried about your kids looking at Santa's boots and instantly think, oh, my God, they're going to know what a penis looks like. That's not typically what they look they're like. They're not seeing that. They don't see what you see, and chances are it's your dirty little mind that did it anyway. Your dirty little mind is the one that made it seem like it's a dick, so don't worry about the kids. The kids are fine. (laughs) They will not grow up corrupted because Santa's boots mildly resemble a penis. (laughs) I don't think you need to worry about that at all. We had so many listeners on the Friday podcast, by the way. I want to say thank you here before we get to the rest of this one. To everybody who took the time to listen to Friday's podcast, like just thousands upon thousands of people checked it out. And we got a lot of DMs about it, too. So thank you. If you are behind on the podcasts, we're going to be taking some time off over the holidays and give you lots of time to go back and get caught up on everything you missed. IKEA has announced they're getting rid of the catalog, the paper one, and they're going to go online only for catalogs can i tell you i didn't even know they still printed it and i'm kind of surprised that they even thought that was a good idea in this day and age yeah i i when i think about it i may have received one or two more recently but they usually just get chucked right into the recycling bin because aside from you know giving it to my kids for them to look at on a drive because it's easy and i just check my mail here look at this thing Uh, keep busy i don't I won't look at it personally. Like, a lot of the flyers and catalogs, I don't touch. Um, So if that's a good move by them, I'm sure that they find most people go online for them, too. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I just find it, everything about doing it online is easier. If I see something in the flyer, boom, I can just click it, and it's right there. I have the option to order it online. I can check the inventory at different locations so I'm not driving around only to find out they're sold out. It's so much better to just do it online. Why on earth are we still killing all those trees to make a catalog that most people probably just throw out anyway? It seems silly to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're one of the traditionalists, though, I imagine, oh, that's going to be a tough blow for mom and grandma to deal with over the holidays. No more printed Ikea catalog. It's going to be online only from now on. Are you using the Flip app still? I do use it from time to time. Yeah, from time to time. Ah, It's probably the app that I go to the most right now, Hmm. trying to get Christmas shopping done without actually having to go anywhere. And you want to shop around, you want to look for the best price, all that sort of thing. No more Christmas catalog. Porch pirates are a bunch of fucking losers. Yeah. Here, uh, preach, preach it. We had the chief of police for Waterloo Region on our FM morning show today, and we were talking about porch pirates. We were talking about those losers that will be walking down the street, see a package sitting on somebody's doorstep, and they have no idea what's in it, but they just walk up and take it as if it's theirs or they're entitled to it. It's just gone. Where do people get the fucking balls to do that? Where do they get the balls to walk up onto someone else's porch, just take a package, and make off with it? Yeah. What is wrong with these people? It's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, he made a lot of great points when we were talking to him about that. It's one of the reasons that I got my smart doorbell. I use the Google one. I know there's all kinds of different ones. There's a ring. But the Google one is great because if you pay for a subscription to Nestaware, you've heard of this before? 
Yes, I have. So I have uh, Nestaware, actually. Yeah, so I've got Nestaware, and I love it. And for one of the reasons I love it so much is it will tell me when I have a package. I mean, it's smart technology. It will tell you when a package is dropped, and it will tell you when a package has left the front door. And maybe it's you that picked up the package or someone in your family that picked up the package. But it's able to not only tell you that, but also give you like a full-on uh, zoomed-in shot of the person who left the package or uh-huh. took the package, like already there for you. Like kind of the surveillance shit that you see on the news wire, you know what I mean? When you're when you're flipping through and you see about these porch pirates, I love it. It's all automatically sent to my phone. And it's one of the reasons I did it because I, I am shopping more online like everybody else is, especially this time of year. It's amazing to have. Now, will it stop people from coming to the door if they really, really want to? Maybe not. But at least the technology is available so we can try to catch the fuckers. Well, that's the thing. There should be such incredible shaming. If you get video of somebody stealing that package, take the time to to zoom in on that video, crop the face and the body so we can see it. Don't even worry about protecting them or, or blurring anything out. If somebody steals a package off your porch and you've got a doorbell or a camera there, put that out online. Let's start catching these losers that do it. And there should be a pretty hefty punishment. That shouldn't be just a simple... Theft under 5000 you get probation kind of deal. That should be a, a, an actual tangible crime because it affects so many people, particularly at the holidays. And when it takes eight weeks to get something delivered, there's no time to order a replacement now mm-hmm. in time for Christmas. So I really wish we would take things a little more seriously here. And one of, one of the things that came up, though, from the chief this morning was you should talk to your neighbors. Have you gone around and set up any sort of a system with your neighbor's cat? Like, yeah. hey, I'm getting some packages delivered. I work in the morning. If you Can you just keep an eye on my porch? Or can I get it delivered to your place because you're home all day and I'm not? Apparently, lots more people are having that conversation with their neighbors. I would be more than happy to do that for my neighbors who know that I'm usually around in the afternoons, for example. I'm there late afternoon and into the evening. I'm usually home. So if they ever said that, I'm pretty sure that they know I would be more than happy to grab it from them. We also all have, we know who has the cameras and where if we ever needed it. And we know that each other would help us out with that. So yeah, I've got a great system going with my neighbors. And I don't have my cameras up because of my neighbors. I have cameras up because I don't trust people coming into my neighborhood. Um, so there's that. But I think that's that's a great idea. And while we're on the topic of these deliveries, can I just say, for me personally at least, I've had nothing but great experiences for those delivery drivers. And if you, and we know we have a lot of uh, podcast listeners that happen to be them. Thank you for going out of your way. A lot of the time, I will notice, they'll do absolutely anything they can based on where they're dropping their package, uh, your package for you, on your porch. Like, I've had people try to, like, nestle it in, you know, between uh, a, a plant that I have and my front door and this and that, just to make sure that it's hidden as much as possible. And some of them are harder to hide, but... For those of you who go out of your way to do that, it does not go unnoticed, and we appreciate it. And if that's, like, the least that they can do in that moment as they leave a package, that is just – that's awesome. To me, that's above and beyond. Better than some people who just toss it and leave it on a step instead of up at the door tucked away. That's the difference, right? I mean, you get a a package delivered from maybe, I don't know, Amazon or whomever. Maybe it comes by FedEx or UPS, DHL. You know them all. I've, I've seen so many videos online of the couriers doing such a great job. They package it away. They try and hide it. They'll put something in front of it, whatever. Like they go the extra mile. Then Canada Post comes along and all I get is a fucking slip on the door that says I can go pick it up at Shoppers Drug Mart in two days. <laughs> I didn't even hear the fucking doorbell. I don't even think you rang the doorbell. How about that? Why do I have to go and pick it up? 
What a difference. I don't know. And I'm never, sorry. I don't mean to keep shitting on Canada Post, but Canada Post, stop giving me reasons to be pissed off really? about this shit. So it's obviously your delivery person in your neighborhood you need to have a chat with because I know the person, like not well, not personally, but I say hi to the person. I know the person. They're fabulous in my neighborhood. My Canada oh. Post delivery person, if it's, you know what I mean, if it's supposed to go in the mailbox, but the mailbox is full, right? Those parcel containers are full. They put it on my door. And the person who does it at my house is awesome. They're great. I have no Can- problem with mine. Can we talk for a second about how you completely shit the bed on ordering a pizza this weekend? Sure. <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. You'd never use Uber Eats no. before? So we got, uh, as a gift, uh, Uber Eats credit. So we thought, yeah, no time like the weekend to cash in on this. That's great. And I wanted to make sure it went to a local, like a nice local smaller restaurant. So there's a great spot um, in Kitchener here along uh, Victoria Street, Rustico, great spot. They do a uh, keto pizza, and I've been dying to try it because I've heard so many great things about it. So anyway, found them on Uber Eats, super excited about it. I was hungry by then. The kids were in bed, had a glass of rye in me, ready to go. And then I go to make the order, and it automatically finds where I am, like use this address, and I, I guess I just clicked on it. Yeah, I want to order this. Here we go. Oh, they've already started preparing my order. Oh, here comes the driver. Driver's on the way. 30 minutes pass by. Uh, I know it doesn't take 30 minutes to get to my house from that restaurant. So something's up here. So then when I went back and checked my app, I realized, yeah, I clicked on, oh yeah, my, my rough location, like my current location. And it was you not didn't get exact. It was not the, it was not my address. <laughs> so, so you basically sent I've, a pizza to your neighbor. I, and then I worried. I thought, what if they ate my fucking pizza? <laughs> Would like they? you're just gearing up for a fight. Like those sons of bitches probably ate it too. Fuck and them. Thank God I knew the neighbor whose house it went to. But the good thing is I decided to pick the option of con- contactless drop off. I paid the tip. I did everything in advance so that you just leave it on my porch. Send me a text when it's here. That was it. I love having that option. So because I did that, I didn't need to worry about them ringing my neighbor's doorbell, which would have been very embarrassing because it was probably eight thirty, nine o'clock and maybe too late for them to, to want someone at their door. So walk shamed it over to the address that was listed on there. A little drunk at this point, awkward, likely. Awkward, awkward. But I did grab my pizza, which was at that point a little bit cold, still delicious in case you're wondering. But what a stupid move. And then I'm freaking out. Go, why does it take a half hour? There's no way it takes a half hour. It's not here yet. And then I went, wait, why don't you check and make sure that you put the right address in, you idiot. So, yeah, that was my dumb move. What the? I know. What a fucking idiot. (laughs) Uh, You know what, though? I mean, I've got uh, addresses in my Uber Eats app. I've got my address saved. I've got my girlfriend's address saved and even a couple of buddies whose houses I've been at when I said, you know what? Let's order something in. I'll pay. Every now and again, I'll forget to switch it back. And oh, I w- shit. once I did have Chinese food delivered to my girlfriend and she thought it was the sweetest fucking thing in the world that I didn't have the heart to tell her. Yeah, I meant to order that, that was for, for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> you ate my Chinese food, you bitch. Oh, baby, I hope you enjoyed those those chicken balls because I was really looking forward. To oh, them. my God. <laughs> Uh, Finally, I don't know if there is a right or wrong answer for this. I don't imagine we will all agree on this, but it's a thing because even the CBC, who loves Justin Trudeau, like loves, loves, loves him. Even they're shitting on the government a little bit over this because they can't seem to get an answer to the question. All those billions of dollars that we spent on things like 
PPE and supplies during the pandemic. Who did it go to? Which companies did we spend money on? In the U.S., there's a website that you can go to and you can see that, uh, oh, okay, PPE store number one got $3 million worth of orders and number two got $5 million worth of orders. You can see where the government spent our money on the pandemic. Mm -hmm. In Canada, that doesn't exist. You can only get the overall totals. You can't see it broken down. You also can't see which companies took advantage of things like the wage subsidy, which companies took advantage of... Uh, the rent subsidy, right. and which is like why that. there were so many headlines from the states coming from those companies that were owned by like billionaires, where you saw them taking this, and you think, really, did you need to take that much? Okay, right, all right, yep, yeah. As a wild example, let's say Amazon. Oh, Amazon is getting the wage subsidy, so the government pays sixty percent of those people's salaries. Come on, they're the most valuable company in the world. Right. They don't need it, and they're actually thriving in the pandemic because so many people order online. So here's my question to you. Do you think that the companies who applied for the wage subsidy, for example, more than half of the salaries they pay out are being paid by the government now? Do you think we as taxpayers have a right to know who those companies are that are using it? Or is that private? That's part of their business. They they ended up in a shitty situation and took some help, but it's none of our concern. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, I'd like to know. Yeah. It's kind of like the sunshine list, right? I mean, they automatically publish the salaries of any public servant that makes over what I it think it's over 100 000? grand a year. Is it still 100,000? They got to change that anyway cuz there's so many people on it now. Oh, the sunshine list is pages and pages and pages yeah. long because there That's are so stupid. many people that are making six figures on there. Yeah, they got to change those rules, but anyway. Cops to teachers to or administrators to whomever. There's tons of people on it. But do companies that took a government subsidy have a right to privacy? Because I imagine there's probably some companies on there that wouldn't want people to know that they're not doing so well or that they got hit pretty hard by the pandemic. Well, is it that they don't want people to know they're not doing well or don't want people to realize that they've been given money that maybe they didn't necessarily need? Is that it? And that's a great question. Why wouldn't we know? Because the government says, nope, 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 we're, we're, we're not putting that information out there right now. You're all just going to have to wait. I mean, me, I think that if I'm taking taxpayer subsidies for my, my business there, it's probably the taxpayer's business to know that I'm getting that. Or is it? Is there a privacy concern mm. there? Or is it our right to know as the people who gave that money to the government who then gave it away? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds. Uh, I'm wondering how many people, like you said, got it that probably shouldn't be getting it or will get a lot of shit on social yeah. media and from their customers if they find out they were taking the wage subsidy when the perception is that they're doing pretty darn well. Mm -hmm. You know, are there grocery stores, for example, that are taking the wage subsidy? Because everything I've heard is that grocery stores are doing pretty well. Golf courses had a banner year. Are they taking the wage subsidy to pay their employees? I mean, all questions that there's definitely some people wondering, starting with members of the media. They've been trying to get these figures and they just aren't coming out. Um, I am curious to see how it plays out. I don't exactly know how I feel about it, although I'm leaning towards uh, they should probably make that information available anyway. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be easily available. Doesn't mean we need to publish a book and mail it to every home in the country. But I would think that if somebody wants to look it up, they should probably have the right. 
Or is that the wrong way to look no, at it? I mean, I think so. I'd like to know. I'm curious. You can weigh in on that or anything else your little heart desires. You can DM us at Scott Fox on air on Instagram or Cat on air on Instagram. That's Cat with a K. Uh, is there anything else we have to do before we get to the replay of Missed Connections? Oh, I think that's uh, that's about that for the day. Yeah. All right, guys. You have a good one. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. Enjoy. Mondays, we like to kick off your brand new week with something we call Missed Connections. This is where we tell you about people just looking for people, but someone specific, and it's someone they've had an encounter with in the past and can't find them. Piano's ready to go. Let's hear about today's missed connections. Okay, I'm going to read as is. I like when I just get to read it as is. I'm not even going to correct this. It's called body. But six wise. With ease or wise? Wise. Okay. Man for woman. I saw you eating a Pop-Tart fresh out the package on the park bench this weekend. You stood up after you was done and kablow. That butt be a weapon of mass destruction. (laughs) Pop-Tarts will do that. I was the only (laughs) eligible bachelor in the park, and I'm sure you took some notes. I would destroy lands and civilizations to get to you. That's civilizations. Pincess. (laughs) Pincess. I'm not kidding. No R? No R. Pin says, call me. Okay, so she's just chilling, park bench, eating that Pop-Tart. And this guy's obviously walking through the park, feeling it. He He's like, yeah, there she is right over there. And then surprise, not only is she hot, she stands up and bam, she's pulling a wagon. And now <laughs> you have found Mrs. Perfect. Pop-tart you just got to go and actually make your move. I remember. Why didn't he just go and talk to her? Like, hey, you. Yeah, it I seems, like Pop Tarts too. I mean, Let's have a little Pop Tart party. It seems like he knows what he's doing here. He's got it all down pat here. Weapon of mass destruction, kablow. It's a good thing. Technically, it would be a weapon of ass destruction. Yes, this is true. He missed a great opportunity there. A great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Are we also doing the Pop Tart out of the bag thing? I remember my first time out at recess in elementary school. <laughs> Sure. I yeah. remember that. Hey, people with Pop-Tarts were the most popular ones. Yeah. Tradesies, you got anything you wanted or you just kept the Pop-Tart. It was great. Mm-hmm. All right. Every time. It well, works. Mm, good luck. Do we say good luck here? What are we saying here? What are we doing Yeah, here? I, I don't know a lot of people that are sitting in the park eating mm. a Pop-Tart, but I mean, hey, if you found her once, you could find her again. Yes. Good luck, my friend. Yes. Um, this next one is called Tattoo. This hails from KW, man for woman. I saw you on the Ion. And you were a sight for sore eyes. And although I could only see half of your face, I saw enough to know I was definitely interested. The upper half of your face is beautiful. Like, nose up, you're hot. We were traveling through the university area when you bent down to grab your bag from the floor. And that's when I saw it. Did your tattoo on your lower back say free Wi-Fi? <laughs> I just need to know. (laughs) You can contact me anytime. I'd love to pick up that signal. I don't often take that route, but next time I do, I'll be watching for you now. (laughs) 
Are you? What? Wait, I'm confused. Are you looking for Wi-Fi or are you looking for the check? <laughs> yeah, did you want a date or were you just trying to check your email? I just, I'm having a lot of trouble here connecting. Free Wi-Fi. Where are you going? Wait, come back. Okay. I mean, I thought I'd seen every good idea there was when it came to tattoos. I have never seen... And you said this was right on her lower back? Uh, on the lower back, it says. Did it say free Wi-Fi? <laughs> I don't know what else it could have said. Free Wi-Fi, albeit unlikely, and very appealing at the same time. I've never seen that before. Where's the password, though? Oh, you have to go lower for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Keep going to get the password. I see what she did there. Where do you plug in? <laughs> it's actually kind of brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> That's a great tattoo. Oh, I love it. Oh. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.